0: Have you been anywhere? <laughs> oh right, what, I, I thought you said, you've been anywhere. <laughs> have you done anything? <laughs> Do you feel good about your life? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel fine about my life. And uh, Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. been alright. Been anywhere? No. <laughs> not since last time. I don't th- oh, I went, to, went out, out on oh. Saturday night. But um, yeah. yeah, no, apart from that. No, went out Sunday night? Saturday night.
1: Oh, okay. You can't go out on the day of rest, right? No, no, no. no. It's against the Sabbath. Sabbath or whatever. Sabbath,
0: Yeah, Sabbath is Saturday, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Oh, that, no, that's the Shabbos. I can't remember. I don't know. <laughs> <Straight> <laughs> Who are you are
0: meant to learn about Judaism? White Anglo-Saxon male. I have no idea about Judaism. <laughs> I'm Anglo-Saxon. Is it, am I Anglo-Saxon? <laughs> I think so. Saxons, I, I feel
1: like I know some I'm of Caucasian, that's Caucasian. Like,
0: that's a race. Well, the, the like...
1: Normans were French, weren't they? I'm assuming cause it's probably Normandy, wasn't it? Yeah. Anglo-Saxon. anglo Sounds French, like Anglais.
0: Yeah. I, thought I think there's some kind of French in there. So.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not anywhere. I'm French-English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: Uh, got my new computer. That was good. Oh, yeah. Um, but first thing I did when I took it out is drop it. Well, that's good. Yeah. But it was one of those kind of comedy falls. So it was on the floor. <laughs> and I started, to, like, the front of the box peels down for whatever reason. So you don't lift it out. Right. so you pull the front of the box down and then the thing's just there and I started removing the polystyrene uh, I guess I took the top off and then the stand wasn't secured and the thing just slowly leaned over and crashed into the floor just for <laughs> one of those like oh no <laughs> the
1: first thing you unpacked was the poly- well i got to get the polystyrene out first no, no that's the, the polystyrene's that's the on top part. of
0: the screen so you have to take it off to get the to get uh, the out. I
1: always take the whole thing out oh but I'm superhuman
0: yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm just me <laughs>
1: I'm have to do this with with care. Yeah, <laughs> no, <it felt. laughs> I'd do it with violence. Yeah, works <laughs> so fine. Kind of works. I don't know. it's yeah. not not the best system for doing it. Um, yeah, I went. Um, well, I went out to a house party with some comedy peeps. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, which was uh, like a quiet, chill night. Um, there was me, uh, a couple of uh, comedy friends. Some of their friends and um, a Buddhist, which is always good, you know, it's always
0: sounds like the life of the party. Well, he had a coke problem, (laughs) (laughs) found his inner peace, (laughs) yeah, like
1: he was really intense about being calm. Which was it was awesome to watch. Like he's a cool guy as well. Yeah. And like admittedly he said like he used to have a Coke problem and he hasn't done Coke in a while. And then he did a then he caught like you know <laughs> a lot of coke. Yeah. And you could just see this change from you could just see the the translate the the evolution in his face from like he had a little bit of coke and then like Hmm <laughs> <laughs> And then just like always looking over it like So where uh... Because cocaine is done as like um, I don't know has it's it's not done like weed in a social setting, but it's no. kind of done like a wine tasting. Yeah. So like they'll pour out some wine into lots of glasses, <laughs> say. Yeah. And like everyone will have a snifter of of the glass of wine, yeah. And uh, he's polite to wait until you open up another bottle of wine. And he was just like <laughs> he was just waiting for the next no- for, for the next for bottle <laughs> of wine to finish to the point where he started serving it to us like a monk, because he's a he's basically he, he's like a full on Buddhist. Like he teaches. Buddhist meditation. He goes on retreats. He's very, very accomplished Buddhist and a really cool guy. Was,
0: I've never actually heard anything about Buddhism being against drugs. I suppose it's well, you're
1: not meant to. Oh yeah. but I think the phrasing was every now and then's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, uh, yeah, it's like you know, you, you need to forgive yourself. You know, every now and See,
0: then, Buddhism's way and better del- than like Jesus stuff. Well, I think that's kind of Jesus the same. Was, was never like every now and again.
1: It's fine. Well, I'm not to... sure if that's the, the, the teaching. I think that's the rationalisation. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's the same as like Christians. Like, you know, sometimes I'll wear clothes that have two different patterns on them <laughs> or something. Isn't that thing? You can't wear clothes made of two different types of cloth. Um, you know, those because of weird uh, biblical we, yeah, things I, that people just kind of ignore.
0: I guess. Well, the thing is, there's some of the stuff that's there that, that when you look at it in a different way, it makes sense. Like certain things that you're allowed to eat and stuff.
1: Yeah, don't covet that ox. (laughs) Don't don't be jealous of an ox. Well, like sound advice.
0: Isn't it it like the Jews? The Jews have a thing where you can't eat pork and you can't eat fish. fish, fish. Shellfish, shellfish, shellfish. I think. Um, And like from the outside, it's like, well, there's no real concrete reason for that. But then when you go back, I don't know, a couple of thousand years, whatever it Mm. was, like those foods. It, it's really difficult to store them without somewhere cold, and they all live in a fucking desert. Yeah. So if you if if they tried to eat those things, they would get food poisoning and think they were being punished <laughs> by God.
1: Well, coincidentally, I was listening to a podcast with. Uh, but then, if
0: you find shellfish in a desert, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> it's not ripe. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it came from the Dead Sea. I, mean. yeah. uh, I was listening to a podcast um, with Jordan Peterson and Brett uh, Weinstein um I know,
0: who, I know jordan i, I don't yeah, know brett.
1: brett weinstein's an evolutionary biologist i think mm. is, is what he's called and uh, they were talking about stuff and they said how it depends where, when do you at- attach that meaning to not eating pork mm. because apparently a very effective way of making people join a cult is living a specific lifestyle and dietary is like a really easy one to do oh, it's right. so like they go oh no we don't eat asparagus <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like yeah it could make sense but it could also it could be like oh we did it for the better of everyone it's like oh you might have just did it because you wanted more friends mm. like oh I don't eat but I'm a vegan you know you yeah. should join me and be friends with me
0: it's like straight yeah. edge people like there's a th- there is definitely like a cult around being straight edge yeah but no drink and no booze and there was even a thing of like no there's like no promiscuous sex or something like that <laughs> um, and- no endorphins yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. No fun. No procreation.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> everyone dies, and that's the end. <laughs> and there is something very cultish about it. And if you find people that do live like a straight edge lifestyle, you'll often find there's a a kind of a good deal of pretension that goes along with it as well. Mm. well
1: there's just people's self image, and they people yeah. think they're great, but they think they're. I mean, I think I'm great, but <laughs> I don't. F- I. F- <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm great, but I'm just so arrogant. I don't think anybody could ever live up to my standard of living. (laughs) So, what's the point in trying to preach to people, you know? Whereas other people are like, oh, no, you should join me and be friends. And I'm just like, fuck off, you're not worthy. That sounds arrogant. It's not true, but it's it's an outside analysis from me. (laughs)
0: Currently wearing two different kinds of cloth, so you can't fucking say anything. I'm wearing two shorts. What? I'm wearing shorts under these shorts. Why? God, just wear trousers.
1: No, I forgot that I was already wearing shorts. <laughs> so you put more on. Yeah, I thought I was wearing boxes, so I All put right. on another pair of shorts, and I was like, "Hey, I'm wearing shorts and shorts <laughs> and a plaid shirt. <laughs> I'm bringing it back." <laughs> yeah, weird, cold-thighed Pearl Jam fan. Like double denim, but double shorts, <laughs> <laughs> double cargo, or whatever the fuck. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, when I did that and uh, yeah, house party. went. Oh, yeah. He, he went from this, uh, this Buddhist went from this stage of being like, we were talking about some um, in-depth philosophical talk and he was talking about how it relates to Buddhism and teachings and stuff like that. And then somebody spilt some uh, Ribena, like very close to where the Coke was stored. Oof. And he went from like <laughs> being like this really like, you know, I mean, when I was last on my retreat, I meditated for fourteen hours straight, and it really, it really opens up. Because oh my god, <laughs> jumped out of his seat. I was like, No oh my god, the coke. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of stuck with it. <sighs> okay, everything's fine. <laughs> Let's get back to it, shall we? <laughs> But yeah, it's a cool, guy. Definitely, definitely do it again. I just never thought I'd, um, I'd see that level of both intensity and calmness at the same time, <laughs> it kind of. Was. And then, uh, yeah, did uh, King Gong on the oh, yeah? Sunday. Yeah, I wasn't intending on it, but um, me and uh, these comedy peeps, I uh, was like, oh well, if you you haven't, you've never heard of it, so we should at least go and watch. And we got there early, and then one person was like, oh, I'll go up, and I was like, oh yeah, fine, I'll go up then. And we all kind of went up and did it.
0: Did you have a thing? Did you have something?
1: Um, I've got. I've been vaguely because we've got a lot of comedy writing stuff. Yeah. There's a couple of things that I kind of played around with, and I was like, oh, try this story mm. and try it out. <laughs> a story that failed very badly at a previous King Gong style thing. Oh yeah, but no, uh, yeah, it was good. It was uh, a lot of like a really re- a too forgiving crowd for like um, yeah for the for, for a lot of the other acts and stuff. But yeah, it was. I definitely noticed an evolution in my confidence of on-stageness yeah yeah just because it was just like a mental block of just like oh you know yeah but not until everything's perfect yeah yeah it's yeah. just like oh it's never because it's never going to be perfect you've always got the excuse of oh I'll work on it a bit more mm. and yeah going up there like uh my mate uh, my, my mates filmed it as well and it was just like nice to watch and be like oh okay yeah I kn- like before I've kind of spoken too fast or been too intense or did whatever. But this time I just kind of, I purposefully went up there with the m- m- mentality. of just being like, just go on stage for a bit mm. and just relax. Yeah. So I just went and relaxed. And the, the tone of speech and the kind of movement and everything was kind of like, Oh, that feels a lot better than what I felt before. So it's like, Oh now, yeah. then I was just like, Oh, I just need to write some stuff now. And yeah. then I can feel better about going up. Yeah. And <laughs> the last minute, I don't know why I decided to throw in an a, a a skew punchline to the story that I was telling the basic story is that um, I found out i 'm too fat to skydive, yeah, and that it's kind of it's a weird form of rejection and I tried <laughs> to make it into this whole animated story of the guy who's telling me i 'm too fat to skydive um, is being an ass about it. Mm. And he goes, and it, the the joke I thought was that it goes on and on and on. And he doesn't stop. He kind of like takes a breath and then carries on. And uh, yeah, I went, I said something like, he said, because you're because of your weight, if you're strapped to me when the parachute opens, we'll get more whiplash than if Princess Diana was to drive a bumper car drunk. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, I just think of something. Ah, there you go. Just, yeah. P- princess diana died in because of drunkness and she was celebrated her death was celebrated because it was 20 years ago recently yeah popped into my head and the crowd was like "Ooh, it's like it's princess diana like <laughs> don't worry she's not gonna get better like she's yeah. fine but yeah and when, when i hit that and it kind of went loose i managed to i felt myself kind of um, riffing a little bit more mm. with stuff and it, we felt a lot better so it was good yeah it was good, but now I feel like, right, if I actually write some proper material and yeah. structure and stuff, I'd yeah. feel a bit better about it. So, yeah, productive weekend that's good, so, yeah, yeah, it was cool. Um, but we should get on to the news because hate crimes are rising. Oh, well, there's at least one new hate crime, and apparently it's in a string of ones that are, so, are getting even worse, oh. right? Um, I can't remember where, oh, it's in Hackney, right? So, London. Somewhere, I think uh, police have launched a hate crime investigation after a man threw a glass bottle at two Jewish girls while praising Hitler and the Holocaust. So <laughs> think about that. But they go into uh, more detail. The attacker shouted, Hitler is a good man and said, good. He killed the Jews. After approaching the teenagers, age 15 and 16, outside a house. <laughs> really eloquent, racist attack. It yeah. feels really sterile. I mean, like, Hitler was a good man.
0: Yeah, there's no... It there's wasn't no like Benham Heil Hitler that. or yeah. like
1: Hitler should kill killed you all. It was like, nah, it's like, no, it's good that he killed those Jews. <laughs> it's, just like, it's just like a really calm... It sounds too sterile and calm to me. Yeah. Uh, the teenagers were unhurt but badly shaken. Um, there were also other Jewish children as young as eight playing nearby when the attack took place. And you go, oh, I don't think they're going to get that affected by somebody saying Hitler was a good man. Oh, hang on. like He's saying Hitler's a good man. Eight-year-old, right? Yeah. He's saying Hitler's a good man. That means that he believes in the Zionist. <laughs> <laughs> Extrapolates from the whole thing, all this hatred. It's like, no, nah, he's just
0: yelling. Um, no, and- I never got offended when I was young, I don't think. No one got offended when you were no, young? No, I didn't get by offended. By you? Oh, right, okay. Like, by... You don't... I, when you were a kid, I don't think. And those things don't really seem like... I don't... Vicious attacks. It's just... <laughs> it's, it's 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 not your standard race hate guy <laughs> screaming obscenities and shit and threatening to kill you because you're black or Jewish or whatever. <laughs> like, that's... That, that That's pretty calm. Yeah. And you'd have to have some kind of thought think about it or to, like be able to process yeah, yeah. it as like a cognitive thing before you really were affected by it well there's
1: this weird thing it? like if you're offended think... by something you've understood it and you disagree with its existence within the world yeah but i think when you're young you don't have an understanding of the world yet you no. kind of have that feeling of i know something other people don't know yeah so like if you like i used to think i used to watch teletubbies right Mm. I was too old for it but I used to wake up really early because I would just wake up really early and I managed to figure out how the Teletubbies were chosen to display a, a video on their stomach there was a routine to it oh was it yeah I can't remember what it was but there was a, there was like a thing in it's the like beginning cracking the enigma <laughs> it was it was just something like at the beginning of the episode like it was something that they did in the when they lined up as four like you could tell right well, well then that person's and it always happened. Oh, and right. I wasn't like this corrupt system. You know, this is favouriteing, <laughs> the teletubbies. I was just like, I, I know what's going on. <laughs> I, I I know.
0: It's problem solving. It's, <laughs> it's 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 I got on the train. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a
1: man, he's uh, yelling that Hitler was good the other day. He seemed stupid. He seemed <laughs> strange.
0: Well, he can't come on the
1: train. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on with teletubbies. <laughs> Um, they described the suspect as slim light-skinned man in his early 20s who wore a black t-shirt, black trousers and a black cross body bag (laughs) (laughs) which I'm assuming means something else but he's walking around in a body bag (laughs) alright, I would
0: not be offended I would be shaken
1: I'd be impressed if someone (laughs) was able to throw a bottle at me from within a body bag There have been many anti-Semitic incidents in this area recently, and it just seems to be getting worse. Like, worse than... Just good. It's good he killed all those Jews. Yeah, <laughs> oh, taking it to a whole other level of, of, of
0: hate crime. <laughs> if that's the worst, then <laughs> yeah, you've got all to right. kind of
1: be a bit a bit like, oh, it could it could have been worse. I'm yeah. glad it wasn't. But at least he was eloquent, <laughs> and he missed. Well, he didn't hit them. Maybe he didn't yeah. intend to hit them. Maybe he just wanted to drive his point home with with a, with a, with a <laughs> with glass a shattering. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, hate crime, it's changing. It's, uh, well, it's getting worse here, but It's in my becoming opinion,
0: more eloquent. <laughs>
1: more, yeah, more poetic in a way, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, here's another thing for people to be offended by, and the article was really offended, so I'm not going to try <laughs> and put the... I'm going to try... I removed as much of the article as I could, but it's just a weird idea. Uh, there's a campaign being spearheaded by a lady named Red Ruby Scarlet. Scarlet had a PhD in early childhood studies... And she thinks that Father's Day is highly unfair to children that have no father present in uh, their life.
0: So is this in Australia?
1: Yeah. yeah. As a result of this, Scarlett is proposing that the name of the holiday be changed to Special Persons Day. Yeah. And she goes on to say there are children who have a dad who also have a grandfather and also have an auntie and also have other kinds of relatives. Yeah. I mean, that's true yeah yeah uh then she says that uh there are also a huge range of different family structures so we have single parent families satellite families extended families and lesbian and gay families Mm. now i got confused by satellite families
0: i think that's when you have like neighbors and aunts and uncles and stuff that look after
1: communal kids yeah looking not like uh, the best i got was like uh, parents living in separate houses and they just kind of orbit around. Because I googled it, and they said satellite families are groups of celestial satellites. But they have a terrible thought this day every.
0: year. <laughs> I think it might just be like a communal thing when you've got like a couple of families living together, and you have, yeah. and you all look after each other.
1: Like yeah, just like friends look like babysitting and apes. In, apes Apes-ter. get some apes in to look after some people, and yeah, it yeah, be fine. <laughs> But yeah, it's people but it's the argument that Father's Day is um not that it Father's Day can't be celebrated by people who have no father. But is Father's I thought Father's Day was beneficial to the father, right? Yeah. So like by removing Father's Day Yes, you're removing the day for the people who fathered, like in the conventional sense, like yes. look, stuck around and look after their children. Yeah, remove their day.
0: No one's like there's <laughs> there's been no effort to, to to do the same, but to Mother's Day. Yeah, it's Father's Day because fathers are deemed less important and disposable.
1: Yeah, and it's just... I just don't... I always feel like it's just kind of attacking the wrong thing. We just it's make just another like, day. How important is Father's Day anyway? I mean, to the average person, like, it yeah. means you get someone a card or maybe in a normal family you go out for a meal yeah. or something like that. And it's like, you can go out for a meal with your mum if you want. Yeah. With, with your friends if you want. You can go out for a meal on your own. Like, by... And she tried to make this whole issue of, like, I've because she studied... What was it called? Early childhood studies. And she tried to make this statement that young kids are always um, more open to change. Like, Mm. they'd be like, yeah, why is everyone so, why is this so controversial? And you go, I just don't understand why it's so important. Why are you trying to hammer home a new Hallmark holiday? I don't understand just just why can't you sell it's like why can't not why can't christmas be every day but you just go like if it's christmas and you're jewish you can still buy your mum a gift yeah or you know have a turkey you, you don't have to, you don't have to participate but you no. don't have to abide by all the rules of it yeah what is it like people do fireworks on christmas day sometimes it's, yeah. like, it's not meant to be it's like
0: you can just yeah. yeah why why are you putting so much energy into this it's <laughs> just, just it's the thing I don't understand is how you can possibly is, is how it can possibly be defended when you could just have another day, yeah, like just any other day, so why why do you need to whitewash Father's Day with this thing well, There it the to be a motive to that, well, that the same reason
1: like they remake movies and they've rebooted Robocop because they've already got all the marketing of the original Robocop, <laughs> and they can just sell it again. So right, you've already that, got all the special Father's Day build up, but
0: that doesn't that doesn't wipe the original movies yeah. from the records. Yeah. Like you st- you can still go back to those, and that's it's just it it just seems completely indefensible to me. Like if 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 what you're trying to do is whitewash and wipe out Father's Day, then just fucking admit it. <laughs> stop, f- stop fucking about. Otherwise, just make another day. Just the, I, the, I don't even feel that strongly about those days, yeah. but I feel strongly about people fucking lying just because they've, they've, they, they cannot get over their own ignorance. Well, it's the
1: same thing about, you know, saying before about cults kind of doing things. We've got a dietary programme. We don't eat pork. We don't celebrate Father's Day. Mm. We eat, I don't know, chicken, and we celebrate Special Persons Day. Yeah. Isn't this a more fair... And yeah, it's, it's, it's indefensible but it's also people are presenting it because they think it's something that nobody can argue with and they're presenting it as something that no one can argue with and they're trying to bait people to argue it. Yeah. And their whole argument is, yeah, but Father's Day, what about people without fathers? I mean, what's the point of even calling it Father's Day? Why not call it, you know, Parent Day or Special Day?
0: What about Mother's Day? Though? Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just
1: why, yeah, yeah. But people are investing so much time into it. So not very funny, but um,
0: yeah, in in depth. Yeah, yeah. Annoying. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't really get cards anyway, so like just leave me alone. <laughs> I forget Father's Day every year. It's only because I see something in the street yeah that's like Father's Day's coming up. I'm like, oh okay. Good thing I filled up on petrol this week. You know. <laughs> just so I could see the advert. Um do you know about canon law? Canon um, law I think it's called I, it's, it's a,
0: a phrase I've heard yeah, a few times before, but I can't I don't know what it is.
1: It's the religious law, which is like, I think, it. I can't remember where I heard this bit, but um, in medieval times, if you were caught for a crime, um, if you could quote a a passage of the Bible, then they thought you were a bishop or you were part of the clergy because everyone was illiterate. (laughs) And so if you could quote that, that meant you were a member of the church and that meant that the church would deal with you because they're also a deciding factor. And yes, yeah, so it's basically a, a, a above the law law right. with the church. Um, so in Australia, this really powerful clergy, Archbishop of Melbourne, Dennis Hart, um, has said that he's prepared to be jailed for failing to report child sex abuse by paedophilic priests um, because of canon law, because it's like, no, that's the church. You know, the yeah. church, if, 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 if someone tells me they've been touching their, their children within their priestly ways, he's told me within canon law. So I'm not going to break canon law. I mean, that's real law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it isn't. Like, no, not at all. He made the shocking statement in response to the Australian Royal Commission into institutional responses to child sexual abuse, saying there should be no excuse... Protection or privilege for clergy who failed to alert the police of abuse. Um, he insisted that sexual abuse, sexual abuse, was actually a spiritual encounter with God through the priest, Th- and what? was of a higher order than criminal law. So he's what? he's literally saying he's justifying
0: that paedophiles.
1: Paedophilia, if it's a priest, yeah. <laughs> is a message to God. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> it shows just like this. The I need to come it the term for it. I think Joe Rogan did it. It's like, if enough people around you agree with you, you think you're right. So like, just come on. Oh no, yeah, canon law, right? Like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's like when I fuck a kid, it's like fucking with God, isn't it?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, <laughs> no. It's
1: not. Um. But there is there is some truth to the to the law about the canon law being a higher order about um, confession. Mm. If you're in a confession with a priest and you confess to a crime, they can't report you for the crime. Like a psychiatrist, I guess. Yeah, because I guess with the psychiatry, like
0: if you... But if they feel you're a danger to the public, they, yeah. they can like section you? But or... if they were
1: like, oh, I killed a bunch of people, but I'm not gonna do it again. <laughs> they'll be like oh, he's not a danger to the public anymore. So, <laughs>
0: really? I don't know. Maybe
1: It's <laughs> what it always seems like. Yeah, I think the, uh, they've always said that they can only breach it if they feel like you're endangering someone else or yourself. Yeah. So yeah, the, and the, there is a genuine thing where people believe that confession is sacrosanct and shouldn't be shouldn't be argued against. And apparently, if what he is saying is that if somebody confesses to abusing a child in a confession then he can't tell people like that
0: Uh, but (laughs) priests are not fucking doctors it's not like (laughs) it's not like the guy's got an illness and you're spreading it around like he's affecting people permanently like psychologically like doing permanent Mm. damage to kids (laughs) and you're just like well we're all mates with god (laughs) <laughs> and like god says it's all right he
1: whispered it to me in a box like yeah. it's it's fine <laughs> yeah he said that the confessional seal should remain protected from the law but he did say outside of that all offenses against children must be reported to the authorities <laughs> and like we we would do that <laughs> but
0: <laughs> <Right>. great <laughs>
1: so if look if, if other people are doing it then definitely prison. If I'm doing it, in, mm, no.
0: Yeah. Oh, God, church is fucking poison. Tax them, so stuff fucking, all this shit.
1: It's so fucking weird. It's so fucking... But people, man, like, you forget because it's not really in our circle, but certain people, like... I saw a... Um, have you ever watched What Would You Do? No. <laughs> it's this weird... I think it's NBC... Um that they put on during the news <laughs> which is just like they go through yeah, if you watch BBC News and then they would just have like the fluff pieces Yeah, and it would just be it would, this thing about what would you do, which is basically punked, but yeah. with like a moral judgment. Right, so it wasn't
0: like oh they're showing that it's nine eleven and they're showing footage of someone falling from the building in the background. They're like, <laughs> yeah. what would you do? Like, would you well? flap? Would you yeah. glide? <laughs> what would you do?
1: um but so they got they got a bunch of stuff on it so like uh, the average one is like if you're so they'll put put a lot of actors in a social situation but say it was um they put a lot of actors in a bar and they make it so that a guy puts a pill in a woman's drink in clear view of people of the public
0: Uh, and
1: then will like try and charade it a bit more to see if people get involved to see if people let people go they did one with like a 40 year old guy meeting a 16 a 14 year old in like a cafe and he was like she was like you told me you were 16 it's like oh yeah but it doesn't matter and like just watching if people were going to stop this woman this little girl from being abducted yeah but one they did was um (laughs) um in a restaurant this family was saying grace before dinner and then this woman, this girl, teenage, t- early 20s, a teenage girl was saying, um, uh, can you not pray in front of me? Can you not shove your religion down my throat. <laughs> and like the amount of people who got so offended that somebody didn't like prayer. <laughs> like they were, I mean, it's America, right? It's yeah. wherever, wherever it is in America. Um, but like people were getting like furious and like, how dare you say that you don't want to listen to their prayers you know, and just get really intense. It's like I couldn't give a fuck. But if I was yeah. praying and somebody, if I was, pr- yeah, if I was praying and somebody asked me to stop or quieten it down, I'd be like, oh yeah, I, I don't think the louder I pray, the more some effective it will be. No, it's not like yeah, he's he's everywhere, right? I mean, he's under yeah. the tables. Oh, yeah. Thanks for the food, mate. You know, go. Well, as
0: long as, as, as a thing, it's a thing, I guess it's a thing of disruption. Like I wouldn't stop someone praying, and I'm like a pretty staunch atheist, but if it was the point where it was fucking disruptive, i mean, like, yeah, shut the fuck up. It's just, like, if it's, if, mm. if everyone's just, if if the whole restaurant is in quiet conversation or just normal conversation or whatever, and you, for some reason are louder and more distracting than that, then yeah, fuck mm. you. That, because that's clearly not for God, is it? That's, that's for us. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah you're yeah. doing that. But like, no, if, the, if it's just the same level as like conversation or something, then yeah, it's fine. Yeah. But like,
1: yeah. I mean, you talk about uh, like religious people and you're like oh they get offended by like you know homosexuality or whatever and all yeah. this kind of thing but I never thought people would be so offended by asking somebody to stop praying <laughs> like you got like you even like that's offend. like people take their religion so seriously it's just we're so detached
0: well I guess you you're asking people for for you personally to stop practicing mm. I guess
1: what, it, it's, but like, it's more, it's like, stop practicing in public, like, isn't it? It's, like, yeah, it's like,
0: like, you being religious is inconveniencing me.
1: Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> your religious r- ritual yeah. is getting in the way of my sandwich.
0: <laughs> it's basically yeah. the And it's situation. a good sandwich. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's pork. <laughs> Can you even eat pork? Yeah. I can't remember. I can't see your hat. Pork and shrimp. <laughs> pork, shrimp, and crucifixion. And ox. Yeah. Yeah, An <laughs> ox that I coveted. Yeah
0: yeah does coveted mean jealous
1: I can't remember it's like don't steal it
0: kind of I thought if you covet something you kind of um, obsess over it like you want it
1: oh okay don't desire after your neighbours I guess. I guess I might be wrong <laughs> uh, on to lighter stuff to be away from religion yeah um, the song Mickey which is hey Mickey you're so fine you're so fine you blah blah man. hey Mickey yeah um, the singer of that is suing South Park <laughs> <laughs> For using her song to parody Barack Obama's US presidential win in two thousand eight. Oh yeah, I remember <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tony Basil, who owns the songs, I believe, said the tune was used without her permission and is demanding seven hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> 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 from a host of media companies. <laughs> I don't think it's a typo because they convert it to pounds. <laughs> That's five hundred and eighty pounds for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe you just want. Maybe you just wants a new iPad. <laughs> what? And he hasn't got the cash because that song's been shit ever since it was written.
1: <laughs> she said her voice, name, and image had been used without permission in a string of claims dating back thirty years. Well, that wasn't. Basil added she has suffered sleep deprivation, nightmares, and anxiety over the issue, which is theft. But it's just the fact that she's asking for $750 to cover her sleep deprivation, nightmares, and anxiety.
0: You really don't value yourself
1: much. (laughs) (laughs) 600 quid. I'll be fine. (laughs) Um, Lawyers for Basil said she was previously unaware that Mickey appeared in a 2008 South Park episode which spoofs the election result. In it, one of the characters, Randy, celebrates the Democrats' win, saying, Obama, you so fine, you so fine, you blow my mind. Hey, Obama. Yeah. Hey, Obama. (laughs) Um, So, $750 for that. In Um, what way does she appear in that episode? (laughs) It's her melody. Like, there is some kind of musical I've never ever thing heard that song. I've been
0: like, oh man, Tony Basil's going to be well peaked.
1: <laughs> they're, they're punching the basil. They're I, don't
0: even, I didn't even know her fucking name until then. Yeah, I only
1: know it from, uh, I think it's Wayne's World 2. It's the only place I've really heard, Hey Mickey, you're so fine. I knew the song. I didn't
0: That's, know yeah.
1: <laughs> it was her. I'll say that, I've never heard it, but I think in America, it's like a big sports event song.
0: Yeah.
1: Like Gary Glitter's thing. Uh, she's also suing Disney. Um, accusing, Always a good idea. <laughs> accusing the entertainment company of using her song to promote a line of clothing. Um, <laughs> Basil's exclusive right to publicity has been damaged by the coupling with Mickey Mouse and the Disney brand. $750.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> well, Disney hasn't got money, right? I mean,
0: yeah. <laughs> she's not going so, to get
1: everything sorted. So now
0: nothing can be called Mickey.
1: Was mm. there a no drug called Mickey? I can't remember. Oh, I, I don't know. Not one that I've done. Charlie's um, Vietnam. Y- yeah. So Mickey, CV, is curriculum vitae, right? So there's some kind of link here, right? right. Mickey, Mickey, malaria. You get malaria in North Africa, World War Two.
0: I don't understand what's going World on. World
1: War I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out, what get. why is Charlie Vietnam? Like, in Vietnam, you'd be looking out for Charlie.
0: Up in the trees.
1: Yeah. In World yeah. War 2 you're looking for Fritz. Or is that World War One? No. Uh, the world War One's looking for Hun. Huns? I can't remember. The Hun. <laughs> <laughs> why do you think they dug the trenches? Attila's yeah. not going to get his horses down here. <laughs> yeah.
0: all <laughs> right, Mulan.
1: Did you, I, read, I heard something the other day that I think is insane. Attila the Hun killed
0: 10% of the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, the world was a lot smaller back then, but still, there's a lot of people. They they were still, like, spread apart. Yeah. you travelled a long way to kill (laughs) 10%
1: of the world. (laughs) This is astounding. Yeah, because they were saying... um, I think it was the Jordan Peterson podcast again. They were saying how um, the Charlottesville thing and everyone kind of bringing up these Nazis and and Hitler references. And you go, like... Attila the Hun killed 10% of, like, the human population and people have positive things to say about him now. Yeah. Like, how long until Hitler becomes a positive? Yeah. Because if Attila the Hun was way worse. But he's like, Sinner's like, oh, he liked his horses. Something about they ate their horses and that, yeah, he killed everyone.
0: The trains always ran on time. (laughs) Hitler, not Attila. Yeah. How did I get from... That... Vietnam? Charlie. Yeah. Drugs? Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, so why were they called Charlie? I don't know. Maybe it's racist. I don't... Uh, to be fair, I, I know very
1: little about Vietnam. You didn't... You haven't gotten to that part? You still listen to the hardcore history?
0: All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm working through it, but I haven't... Um, I haven't you haven't got to so Vietnam?
1: I, I pick and choose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What other... Have you just done the, the wars? Or have you done other
0: stuff? Yeah, I did, I did the wars and I did... Um, ah, fuck. What was the other one? Uh, I... Uh, what was his name? Ceramics. Nailing the nailing the note to the door. Martin Luther. Oh yeah, yeah. Um not Martin Luther. Before king. he was a king. Yeah. <laughs> not that guy. Uh the the um the the inventor, the founder of the Lutheran Lutheranism. Lutheranism or something, yeah. yeah. That was fucking brutal, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember them telling us about people's houses in that time when they were teaching
0: us that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> must have been hard time. And I don't think they couldn't teach you about like luther and stuff in high school because it is just fucking grizzly like it's <laughs> it's 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 horrific by the t- but yeah by the time he was executed at the end like it was horrible like they rounded up he wasn't executed unfairly to be to, to be <laughs> he found that door <laughs> <laughs> and all religion back then was completely fucked and completely brutal and it was it was horrific um, like those were those, those what they were like this is the dark ages because religion was like shunning all technology and dragging everyone mm. back to this point where we had nothing um, but like by the time he was executed he was like put like in the strung up in the middle of town with his th- th- like three mates um <laughs> Not wanted one <to> would be alone <laughs> well three of the people who were doing helping him or yeah. doing whatever he was doing the, uh, the squad yeah and, then, <laughs> and um the like they, 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 and they just basically went at them one at a time with like hot pokers and fucking <laughs> saws and blades and things, but just like fucking slowly. So like each one <laughs> would take like an hour and a half to kill them, like absolutely fucking <laughs> horrific. And the other guys, like at one point, he tried to knock his head out on the post and like <laughs> fucking just kill himself and they just they chain him up even tighter so he just couldn't move so he had to listen to his mates yeah. being tortured and killed for three hours and then they came for him and it was just like <laughs> oh i've never heard of any any situation anywhere where anyone was killed so brutally
1: like, well there was no netflix back then you know <laughs> yeah, just people in the street what want, they want some form of entertainment
0: yeah yeah but let's if you... watch
1: this horrific
0: display <laughs> awful. but that's the thing like the the appetite for that kind of thing then, yeah. where you could just sit in the street and watch that and <laughs> and be quite happy like i couldn't see someone i f- that i abhor that i find horrific or anything like that i couldn't i couldn't see anyone go through that kind of thing like it's just fucking awful but if you go over to the the where, i can't remember the name of the village or the town or whatever but the, that place like a lot of the Ancient buildings and stuff like the cathedral now are still intact, and the cages that the that the bodies were left in at the end are still strung up in front of the cathedral and it was done as like a as a reminder not to cross like, <laughs> the, 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 the church the, the, order. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it fucking brutal.
1: No, it's, it's been around. Like, the appetite for blood's been around for ages, but yeah. I don't know why, but like, like, gladiator style Roman encounters with slaves and that, you feel mm. like there's some kind of detachment because there's so many of you yeah. and you're so far away. Yeah. But like, this is literally like you'd be sat on a picnic bench and a 20 feet in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just someone being hot-pokered to death. Yeah. And you're just having your lunch. Yeah. Just waiting. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the same way people people watch in Starbucks. Yeah. They did that in the Middle Ages. <laughs> it's just you had to do it within a certain very brief, loud window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when's the four people being tortured to death? Yeah, between twelve and eight. <laughs> Don't be
0: late. <laughs> Have you got tickets?
1: <laughs> and not even selling tickets.
0: No, no you just, just show up. Just... Standing room only.
1: <laughs> it's government run. <laughs> <Yeah>. Street performers. Fuck it all Um. I don't know whether you know this, but you know that dancing in Sweden is illegal, right? I read that, yeah. (laughs) Like
0: breaking into spontaneous dance. Spontaneous
1: dancing is illegal. You need a license to house people who wish to dance. (laughs) So I don't, I I can see if it is on here. Yeah, they tried to drop the ruling, which is a legitimate legal rule that forces bars and pubs to have a license in order for people to dance in them that dates back to the 70s. Um, they voted to get rid of it, but it's still going on and police <laughs> are still having to deal with it. Really? 17 months on from like, we should get rid of this bill. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, <laughs> excuse me, there's some people dancing here. I don't think they've got a license. <laughs> <laughs> woo, 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 woo. <laughs> Getting catching on
0: people. <laughs> Where's your disco license?
1: Um, the... Punishments are quite harsh, ranging from the removal of other permits... <laughs> the removal of your feet! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, removal of other permits, like liquor permits, I guess, uh, harsh fines, or prison! Fucking hell! Going to prison for allowing people to dance Fuck in you. your house, or whatever.
0: I understand I understand liquor licences, I understand music licences, but you Dancing is fucking odd. I've just seen this. Dance permits were introduced
1: as a way for Swedish police to prevent public disorder, which led to riots. <laughs> 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 some people would be dancing. <laughs> I would be like, let's do some unchoreographed movements and <laughs> burnt down a church. <laughs> fucking stampede people in the street. Not Fever, not Fever. Kill them! Kill them! In the 70s. So that was like, what, the 60s music must have been big around then. So like people were listening to like the Vietnam soundtrack and dancing and boogie
0: <laughs> and fucking rioting. <laughs> if
1: you stop the dancing, you'll stop the violence.
0: I... I've never danced until I riot. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> <laughs> well, like metal music did come about, it came started to come about in the seventies, I think. <laughs> so you know, even like there wasn't even the like 70s-ish. mosh pits in the seventies, yeah. no. Which no. is literally a riot. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> there was no like wall of death in the seventies. <laughs> it was fine. Um, industry organisation Visitor says that the bar owners have told them they're still being visited by police when they hear reports of dancing at the premises. <laughs> That's a special kind of grass, isn't it? It's yeah. like someone's dancing over there.
0: <laughs> it's
1: it's not fair that we have a we have police doing this as part of their work. It's ridiculous thinking about the societal problems that actually exist and they should be focusing their resources on. The entire world, at least all of Europe, is laughing at us. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah I mean, yeah we are right now <laughs>
1: Like dance like nobody's watching
0: you <laughs> better risk prison <laughs> okay if they are you'll go to jail <laughs> <It'll just be. laughs>
1: and uh, people don't like jail very much um this story is a bit long but um, it's long because I didn't realize how good it was. All oh, right, okay. I just remembered, I was like, oh, there was that story I thought I found, but no. So, uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to bury the lead a little bit, but it's good. Uh, Liam, who studies postgraduate sociology at Bristol University, told a story on a crowdfunding page to raise money for a new window. Um, okay. It starts I recently took a girl I met on Tinder to Nando's pretty normal Mm. we had a lovely evening and enjoyed each other's company very much after our meal we repaired back to my house which is a weird i've never heard it used that way but fair enough for a bottle of wine and a scientology documentary oh (laughs) things are getting things are getting big about an hour into louis theroux and chill my date got up to use the toilet (laughs) louis theroux helping people get laid for years my date got up to use the toilet She returned with panic looking in her eye, and she told me she had something to tell me. I went for a poo in your toilet, she told me, and it would not flush. I don't know why I did this, but I panicked. I reached into the toilet bowl, wrapped it in tissue paper, and threw it out the window. Being an amateur gymnast, she was convinced that she could reach into the window and pull the poo out. Using the tried and tested... Inside out bag as glove technique.
0: Wait, what? She threw it inside the. So window.
1: This, uh, yeah, uh, I've read two different articles and I, I can be the bridge of, of wisdom here. <laughs> yeah. So she threw it out. She threw her turd out of the w- bathroom window. Right. But it's not a terror. It's like the semi detached house. So there's another house right next to it. <laughs> and it fell between the houses. Uh. Um,. And, like, so you couldn't get to it if you went outside. Oh. So she decided to climb out of the window to try and do it. And it's a small window. And apparently inside-out bag as glove technique is a real thing used in this kind of situation. <laughs> Unfortunately, she couldn't reach. She climbed further in and had the same problem. And eventually I agreed to give her a boost up, out, and into the window. <laughs> <laughs> I'll push you out that window. Yeah. <laughs> She climbed in head first after her own turd, reaching <laughs> deeper into the window. This is all his account of the whole situation. <laughs> Bagged it up and passed it out. Over the top and back into the toilet from whence it came. <laughs> she called out to me to help her climb out from the window to get her back in. She's right. like half out the window trying to pull her out. Um, I grabbed her waist and I pulled, but she was stuck. Stuck fast. Try as we might, we could not remove her from the window. She was stuck fast, upside down, in a gap. (laughs) Unfortunately for my day at this age, I could see only one way out of our predicament. She'd been upside down in the window for about 15 minutes at this point. (laughs) And I was starting to grow concerned for her health, so I called the fire brigade. Bristol's finest were there on scene, sirens blaring in a matter of minutes. Once they had composed themselves after surveying the scene in front of them, (laughs) An upside down woman covered with specks of shit <laughs> hanging out the window. Uh they set to spec they set to work removing my date from the window using all their special firemen hammers and tools. <laughs> hammers <laughs> Get out the window Although unfortunately, although they did rescue my date unharmed, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, from what must have been a rather unpleasant confined space to find yourself in well yeah and you just there's shit involved yeah Um, in the process they had to completely destroy the window with their special fire tools Oh. He's a postgraduate sociologist.
0: <laughs> Special fire <buyer> at
1: <laughs> I'm not complaining. They did what they had to do. Problem is, I've been quoted north of 300 quid to replace the window. <laughs> As a postgraduate student, that is a significant chunk of my monthly budget. Pretty much my monthly budget. Yeah. Uh, he started to do a crowdfunder.
0: <laughs> um,
1: to, um, he said, if the window is not replaced, my landlord may well kill me. So you would be literally helping to save a life. <laughs> Uh, if by some miracle I manage to raise more money through this page than the cost of the window any remainder will be split 50-50 between two charities that's a good thing he's not looking to make any money but, uh, the first charity um, uh, which is called Toilet Twinning uh, a charity building and maintaining flushing toilets in the developing world <laughs> 60% of people worldwide don't have access to a toilet
0: <laughs> really I suppose <laughs>
1: yeah why does the charity have to be related to well she did it in the bathroom I mean a lot of people don't have bathrooms just for (laughs) a laugh exactly (laughs) it's just how much she's just taken the piss out of this whole situation (laughs) Uh, to be fair I thought it was Toilet Warning was the name of the (laughs) the charity (laughs) and um, yeah the other one was like for the fire brigade (laughs) when talking about the day he said we did meet up again to discuss setting up the crowdfunder and she's a lovely girl I'm just not sure what's going to happen, you know I'm busy with my dissertation, <laughs> uh but you know i'd probably see her again <laughs> <laughs> so yeah in bristol that's what um that's what the the bachelorhood lifestyle of students is
0: yeah, don't throw your turds out of a window,
1: yeah, and if you do, just accept that you've done a wrong, yeah, and don't. Recall on your gymnastic abilities to be like I can climb out of this house. Yeah, and also to... like
0: no one's gonna like go to the point of being so horrified they do DNA testing on it. Just pretend yeah. it wasn't you.
1: Yeah, it's just it's just a bit of shit in a toilet paper. Like it mm-hmm. will rain. Yeah, and it will literally no longer be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but oh no, it's between the two houses. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, in Bristol, you can, there's, there's, a, there's a there's a somewhat eloquent man. <laughs> trying to be uh charismatic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um yeah. So that whole hurricane thing in the States. Not the new one. Yeah. The other one Harvey like the or something, yeah, or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Like try to th- like think there's probably a lot of useful things that you could send to them to help them out or like and normal things like supplies for kids, clothing and shoes and food and water and stuff. Mm. Uh but like and I guess it is food, so that helps. But um, this story comes from Wisconsin. Um, about two dozen cheese companies, along with the Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board, have gathered more than 17,000 pounds of cheese to send to Houston in aid of the victims of the Hurricane Harvey. <laughs> no wine. <I> mean, no. <laughs> <Come> no. <on. laughs> um, they started loading the truck up on Friday. The donations include just about everything from string cheese to cheese curds. Organisers admit it isn't much. £17,000 sounds like a lot of cheese to me. <laughs> I know you're not really a cheese person, but that is a lot of cheese. Yeah, well, so, it's about the saying That we've got a selection of cheeses. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, we've got string yeah. cheese, we've got curd cheese, I mean, not everything, but, you know.
0: Oh, yeah, with a Wisconsin milk and cheese board. Like, we've got all the cheese. <laughs> you can have some of the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, It's a very small thing for us to do with what they're facing, but let's face it, cheese is a comfort food. It makes you happy. So if we can bring... (laughs) Of course they'd say that. If we can bring (laughs) a little bit of happiness to the folks down there, then that's what we want to do. Along with the cheese, the shipment will also include 300 pounds of butter. (laughs) (laughs) Someone stranded on their roof, like, waiting for a boat, and the cheese wagon just starts plowing down the street. Oh, thank God. Butter. Who wants butter? <laughs> like, they've got no power. They've got no fridges. <laughs> just sending them spoiled food, like, ready spoiled food even food just butter yeah just deal with it accept yeah. it there you go. is it waterproof
1: probably yeah.
0: and a thousand things to do with butter
1: i can't believe it's not food rations
0: i can't believe i'm still here you got a truck here gave me cheese and just left me here
1: i can't believe in god anymore my house is gone and my family's drowned
0: <laughs> Incidentally, this is probably, it was probably a, uh, like a, a fake account or a joke or something, but I saw someone, an article for someone on, not Gumtree, what have they got over there? Craigslist. Mm. Someone on Craigslist where they had like a big tanker of fuel and said, look, I'm not looking to sell any of this, but I am looking to trade. So I'll trade 15 <laughs> gallons of fuel to anybody who will agree to anonymously have anal sex with me. LAUGHTER <laughs> He's like I wasn't. I'm not fussy about gender, but if you're a bloke, you, you've got to be pretty because that's not what I prefer. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not paying 15 gallons of oil yeah. <laughs> to have gay sex. Yeah. <laughs> Some kind of discount, yeah. bartering yeah. oil. <laughs> it, was, it, it, was, uh, it was like I think it was petrol or diesel or something, <laughs> just in a big tanker beside his house, and <laughs> uh, he was giving, not taking.
1: Well, I assume that, depending on the gender. <laughs> yes, yeah,
0: yeah. But and the, the day when you're giving up your arse for 15 gallons of fuel... <laughs> like, that's, like, post-apocalyptic <laughs> shit. No, it's worse than that. <laughs> he's giving up his arse,
1: and he's giving up 15 gallons of fuel. No, he's
0: not giving up his arse.
1: He's giving. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah.
0: So, like... The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I... I can't imagine being that desperate for petrol. I'd probably just walk. Well, you just kind of get in that kind of situation. Well, like, I still lo-
1: could. Looting is kind of accepted.
0: Yeah. So be like, all right, yeah,
1: yeah, I'll just take your tankard of diesel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you said sex. I. Well, no. <laughs> I've got
0: a boat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. Leave. I've got a boat and <laughs> eight pounds of cheese. I'm fine. <laughs>
1: Jesus I'll leave you Diesel. some butter, just out <laughs> yeah. of the kindness of my heart. Yeah. <laughs> and for and the next victim that the, you try yeah. and shake with. <laughs>
0: um, all right, uh, moving swiftly on. Um, no, well, you said, like, yeah, oh.
1: that that hurricane is f- went away but came back, right? Yeah, and
0: now, now there's another one there's sweeping another one. through the Caribbean. Is it Irma? Yeah. H-I, yeah, yeah Irma. Yeah. yeah, well, that's in
1: the Caribbean, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's apparently destroyed a fuckload of Caribbean islands and homes and just ruined everything there. They're it's just terrible. having a bit of a shit time of it at the minute. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, it's it's always funny because that's well, no, not always funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: People die. Uh, destruction.
1: Yeah, but I think um, especially where it happened, there was a lot of like religious preachers who would always blame the weather on gay rights <laughs> yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. like that uh, it's just it's just really it's just this weird kind of funny where it's just like it's now happening to them after there's been certain famous p- a public con um condemnations of uh homosexuality yeah like they're now trying to get the gays out of the military and stuff all that kind of stuff and now there's all these natural disasters and they're like nope yeah. nobody say anything yeah <laughs> everything's fine i mean maybe it is global warming. <laughs> before if it was you know if that time there would like more more rights for gay people they'd be all on it <laughs> because now they're trying to restrict some rights that, like no nope, just nobody say a thing. <laughs> two in a row yeah <laughs> it was like tornado alley isn't it it's just like america's just fucked like there's certain areas where they just get it's so all much that terrible sort stuff. Sort
0: of south of Florida, a bit. that yeah. sweeps up over that. I guess that that's where Harvey came from.
1: Yeah, and then what? The I'm west expecting. coast has got earthquakes that could yeah. rip it off of the. Land, yeah, <laughs> like it's all built on a fault line or something, so it yeah. could literally just fall into the sea.
0: Yeah, Oregon's on fire at the minute.
1: Always, all regularly, like I swear, <laughs> the past five years there have been regular forest fires in California and Oregon. <laughs>
0: it's just,
1: you yeah, know, Seattle's got Starbucks. You know, just it's just, just, <laughs> just, <laughs> it's
0: just. So just go to Canada. Just living, Canada's fine. Yeah, uh, bears, but like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bears and mountains. But like, apart from that, it's fine.
1: Yeah, what was, and they got that famous Toronto mayor, haven't they? That,
0: um, oh, the crack addict. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amazing mayor. <laughs> I think he's gone now.
1: Yeah, I think he was, was a while ago. But yeah,
0: it's, it's still a lot
1: more lax about. Yeah, yeah just do stuff. Fine. <laughs>
0: um, a 32-year-old man was proposing to his girlfriend on a bridge in Japan uh, and... Uh, Oh, uh, sorry. A 32-year-old man who was proposing to his girlfriend on a bridge in Japan fell off it and died on Monday morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> according to Japan Today, uh, police reports said that the man had been drinking when the incident happened at 12.05am. <laughs> <a>. uh, <laughs> police said the man and his girlfriend were driving on Irabu Bridge. You were driving? <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> he was drunk. <laughs> yeah. Just so many good choices Drunk, all in a row.
1: Trunk-driving
0: proposal. <laughs> yeah. Um, on, uh Irabu Bridge in mio uh, when they parked at the side of the road near the centre of the bridge and got out of the vehicle. The man subsequently proposed to his girlfriend, who said yes. Moments later, he slipped off the bridge, uh, said police, <coughs> and uh, fell 30 metres into the sea. And they found him, seven hours later, dead. <laughs> Just, just, a, just compounded. Good decision after good decision.
1: <laughs> well, this—I think this, this is good timing. Actually, I can't remember what episode we're on, but I feel 49. like forty-nine. Forty-nine. This, this is, is 49. forty-nine. I think that we've, um, we've definitely, we have definitely been doing this for longer than a year now. Yeah, we've we, been releasing them. You haven't released them for you, but yeah. we've definitely been doing them. And an episode about a year ago. <laughs> um I think one of the early ones I was gravity related where we listed all these guys listed all these kind of I have to look up again. And it's still my favorite proposal is this guy proposed to his this girlfriend on the edge of a cliff in <laughs> Spain and she jumped for joy. <laughs> Off the cliff! <laughs> like she jumped and then just, just <laughs> fucking fell off a cliff! And to me, that's, that's so fucking funny, but I want, <laughs> I want to know what is funnier, right? Is it funnier to propose to someone and they die as <laughs> they just no longer exist because they've jumped up and fallen off? Or you're proposed to and then they fall off a bridge? <laughs> I think that's the uh I think I think that's the difference between American and English comedy. <laughs> I think people are trying to phrase it like you can't you, <laughs> you're You're the tragedy in the first one, where you've proposed to somebody, they've said yes, and then everything is taken away from you. Yeah. That's, like, the horrible, he's not, like, this charming guy. Yeah. And then you've kind of got, like, the wise-talking woman who's, like, been in a relationship for a while, It's like, oh, yeah, fine, I guess I'll marry you. Yeah. And then, like, he dies and she manages to get get out of that marriage (laughs) that she didn't really want to be (laughs) in. Yeah, of course I'll marry you. You know, you're drunk and you're my drive home. I mean <laughs> I mean you can't swim and who needs to swim? Yeah. Yeah. Do Uber do boats? <laughs> do they do fish? <laughs> like a dolphin Uber, please.
0: Uh Uh, you got dreams, right? Yeah. Yeah, weird ones. Weird
1: ones where I'm juggling hedgehogs. Oh, not your little
0: dreams, but like you've got like aspirations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, this guy had a dream. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A Canadian man who dreamed of opening his own trampoline studio (laughs) Um, has uh, has a long road to recovery ahead. After an accident, accident at a trampoline gym left him paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> it was his dream. <laughs> yeah, uh, Joshua Joshua Narona, 25, from Collingwood, Ontario, worked as a coach at Collingwood Trampoline for at least seven years, on and off. <laughs> 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 it's a dream. It's a dream. He daydreams as well. I mean, he got to be like time in between <laughs> uh, before he crashed into the floor. <laughs> uh, he missed a landing and his head went between the material part and the springs and he snapped his neck <laughs> now that's his friend saying that um, <laughs> yeah, he can't talk <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, this week he was still in intensive care he'll remain in the hospital for an extended stay and will spend at least three months in a rehab facility he can use his right hand now so he communicates with us by writing on the whiteboard Norena's mother said. Um, Will I
1: ever bounce again?
0: <laughs> <laughs> His messages are often heartfelt and leave you in tears. His sense of humour still comes out, even in the face of such adversity. <laughs> the spirit of a lion still exists in our boy, but he's very tired. He's a fighter, this guy. That's another guy saying stuff. <laughs> <laughs> some guy walking Just past. some guy. Jesus Christ! This is, <laughs> he's a, a fighter, fire. this guy. And it just says Laporte said... They haven't mentioned Laporte so far. <laughs> just this guy walking past. It's likely that Nerona will never walk again. Um, his life went from a missed trampoline landing to a wheelchair in a matter of seconds. He has to learn how to do everything all over again. Nerona had already begun saving money to start his own trampoline business. His friend says, I've got his business plan, just sitting on my coffee table. That's how close he was. <laughs> That's how close you were. <laughs> Very comprehensive, outlining every dime coming in and out. Yeah, that's the it end said, of the article. Certainly wanted to dive headfirst into this business. <laughs> yeah. He just took himself too literally. Yeah, <laughs> it's a risky business anyway. I mean, it's it's, it's so up and down. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's always a stretch. <laughs> Trampolines—they
1: they, were—they still—they are still a thing, but they were like a really big thing in the nineties. It was like instead of a holiday get a trampoline <laughs> 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 and yeah it was just like an addition to a barbecue or something like that was kind of the thing and then I remember people still like I mean I, cause when I was very young I had a load of neighbors who had trampolines and then when I was in my, my teenage years their parents were still getting trampolines here and there just as it's sold as like a form of exercise that you don't realize you're exercising while you're doing it kind of thing yeah but it's it's kind of like gym equipment, I guess. People buy them, use them once, and then are like... And then they just sit in the backyard. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then just local school kids get high and lie on them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we had one of those little trampette bouncy things when we were kids. You know, like... The mini trampoline. little square yeah. with a handle on it, and you hold the handle and jump up. And down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, it's not quite the same. I've been given sugar. <laughs> 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 my parents don't know how to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. This might as well be a hamster wheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it wasn't my dream, so I'm okay. <laughs> um, uh, hell, Michigan. You know hell. <laughs> you know hell, hell mouth.
1: Buffy the Vampire Slayer. They know.
0: made a massive deal out of it on the news last winter because hell froze over. Right, okay. Right. So everyone went fucking mental. Like, the place was just filled with reporters like, all over the world. Like, is this pun really is worth this is? much money? <laughs> this means the whole world's changed. <laughs> but they're all, like, laughing. It was all jovial. Like, it was all a big joke. And it just sent thousands of reporters there. It's like, do you think we're the first ones to make this joke? <laughs> Could we make this with a Google <laughs> <Maps> image. <laughs> yeah, yeah. hell is frozen over. It's <laughs> a to you, picture Tom. of hell. <laughs> yeah. um, hell, Michigan is without a mayor today as the small unincorporated town's former chief official Elijah Daniel found himself impeached after issuing a proclamation declaring heterosexuality illegal. <laughs> uh, Daniel, a satirist and author of comedic erotic fiction. <laughs> uh, took official office yesterday. There are no elections for mayoral office in the unincorporated town that lies roughly halfway between Jackson, Michigan and Detroit. Rather, Daniel was able to temporarily assume office by giving town organisers a small fee. (laughs) I was looking for a town willing to make me mayor, Daniel told the HuffPost. They'll do it in hell for $100. (laughs) (laughs) So I caught a red eye to Michigan and got sworn in. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Nothing about selling your soul to the devil for $100 <laughs>
0: Just
1: to be mayor. Uh,
0: it was almost immediately after his inauguration, however, that problems arose. Daniel took it upon himself to declare via social media that heterosexuality and practicing heterosexuals were banned from the burg uh, in a move that was clearly satirical, perhaps meant in jest and fully unenforceable. The move was quickly precipitated the move quickly precipitated Daniel's impeachment. From him swearing in to his removal from office, Daniel served less than three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My citizens
1: do not have a sense of humour. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. It was of little concern to him. That's actually not a problem, he told the publication. Everyone who becomes that mayor there gets impeached. Um, Indeed... <laughs> Indeed, hell commonly issues fully honorary, practically useless mayoral certificates for a small price, only to impeach those that buy it almost immediately. Uh, though his mayorship was for entertainment purposes only, Daniel is no doubt the most notable, interesting, and well-spoken person to hold the office. You become mayor for, $100? That yeah, for like a hundred dollars. That's not for three laugh.
1: hours. <laughs> yeah. What did you do today? What, you I tried be? to criminalise yeah. heterosexuality.
0: I ran for office. <laughs> you <never> won. <laughs>
1: I say run it was yeah. like a a brief walk <laughs> it yeah. was fine. Yeah. but like it's weird like a merit like town names very different in america like i mean like this Bidolf is a place here Bidolf, yeah, <laughs> yeah oh i'm sorry no, it's not Bidolf. it's Bidolf.
0: <laughs> say, yeah but we've got brown edge as well <laughs> yeah,
1: like <laughs> the, the towns are just called them because they were named a thousand years ago hell <laughs>
0: yeah
1: <laughs> and america like like because it was recently re i don't know rebranded, re-branded. <laughs> yeah like they had like like New York used to be what was it New Holland or something New Dutch
0: yeah new something yeah. New
1: Amsterdam I can't remember yeah I think it's New Some Amsterdam thing, New, like new Amsterdam yeah. and they changed it and there's loads of like um uh reused name like Jersey is New Jersey and, and
0: Well if you go all the way down like what was it East Coast like the East Coast of the states where all the ships landed from the UK often you'll find that the towns there are named after the ports that they left from in the UK so you've right. got like Plymouth Boston um, I think mm. you've, you've got London, Ontario, up in, in, in Canada yeah. on the on the east coast, and like like they they just named them after yeah. after the place they left. Was this the, the first place Plymouth, they landed?
1: Still. Yeah. Was <laughs> this where they landed? They didn't bother to start from the west. Like they yeah. discovered the west of America from the east. Yeah, just walked it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's always kind of, because there's so much more patriotism and community spirit the yeah. cheerleaders yeah. in America, like always like trying to make the little town more charming and charismatic Welcome and special. <laughs> and, yeah, <laughs> Or there's like Red Indian names, like, um, um, what was it called? Uh, in Seattle, there was loads of them, like, because um, it was like Red Indian area. Uh, Wichita, you know, mm. all these yeah. kind of like Ohio, I think is like, is is stuff like yeah. that.
0: <laughs> Milliwaki. Hell. <laughs> yeah, <Mili Wake. laughs> and then just. Hell. You
1: yeah. And everyone's. And in America, it's always like, where are you from? I'm like, hi, I'm Dave from Montana. <laughs> <laughs> hi, I'm fucking Satan from hell.
0: <laughs> Do you want to be mad? <laughs>
1: <yeah>. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to doubt myself. Things need to change in hell. Yeah.
0: Like, it's only a very small price. Just poof, poof, sign here. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, it's go- it's going downhill. You know. I mean, heterosexuality is illegal. You know. Yeah. It, it froze over the other. Yeah. <laughs> the economy is all over the place. <laughs> damnation at a discount. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just trying to market out eternal damnation. Anybody, anybody. <laughs> We really make nothing on the $100. That's just like... It's just admin fees. (laughs) Just hell. It's just such Somebody in like the 1800s came up with that. Like, where are you? I'm in hell. It's just cold. It's it's Detroit. It's Michigan. So I bet like they left somewhere really nice and ended up there and it's freezing. Like, I'm in hell. (laughs) For more episodes the second they leave our disgusting workstations, head over to www.pullingteeth.audio and remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or TuneIn, maybe all three. Ratings and comments would be nice as well. If you've got any questions or comments, find us on Twitter at Pulling PullingTeethPod. For anything more extensive or of a private or personal nature, or if you've got some kind of moral objection to social media, you can drop us an email at podcast at audio. For more from me, head to stevemilligan.net and find us both on Twitter at singitsteve and at NickSnip. This has been Pulling Teeth. See you next week.